And that's the biggest reason why jumping back in or getting into a rebound thing typically does not work. And now for something completely different. Welcome to Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. From the javabud.com studios in beautiful Scottsdale, Arizona, southwest United States of America, this is the Surrounded by Idiots Radio Podcast. Hey, everybody. This is Tony Dufresne, PhD, back with you, philosophy coach, author of Surrounded by Idiots, and a relationship coach. Basically, I just coach transitions, people in transitions that want to figure out what the hell's going on and how to get through them and how to be in a better place. This week, I'm going to get back to the old school and talk about relationships. Now, if you recall or if you've been around long enough, you know that uh, back in, when I first started this, I started it with my friend Lexi, and it was called the Walk of Shame Radio Podcast. We basically talked about relationship and relationship issues, and it sort of went its own direction from there. And I branched into more of what I do specifically with my clients, which includes relationships, but it also includes other things. So for some reason, this week, the relationship thing's been hitting me over the head from a number of different angles. And I came across this article and the new research was based upon some studies that Dr. Helen Fisher was doing. And what the study found was that your brain processed a broken heart or a, the, the, or the pain after a breakup, the same way it sees or processes a broken arm. It's the same exact thing. The pain is the same. It registers the same. And the point of the article was not to overlook the importance of repairing and the importance of grieving through the process of a breakup. I get the whole get back on the horse and get out there. But if you look at it, metaphorically the same way you would as a broken arm. You would have to put that thing in a cast, keep that thing elevated. You wouldn't be able to do the same things for a number of weeks. Then once it gets to the point where the bone has healed, the cast gets taken off, but you're still pretty vulnerable in regards to your arm and you still can't lift the same. And you would have to go through a rehab process. And if you look at that in regards to a broken heart after a breakup, and that's the biggest reason why jumping back in or getting into a rebound thing typically does not work. And so what I was going to do is take that article and talk about relationships and you know how it is in terms of the physical is the same thing as the mental emotional feeling in your brain. And uh, you got to repair just all I, I just said. And I was going to usually what I do is I like to go in and uh, think about a particular story or at least talk about a philosophical concept or how philosophy can help you get through a breakup or get through heartache. And sadly, philosophy does a terrible job on love and on heartbreak. Because if you look back at what the philosophers thought about love, they thought about love. It wasn't being in it and it wasn't dealing with it. It was about describing what it is from a philosophy standpoint and what it means. And that's just hot garbage as far as I'm concerned, especially when you're sitting there and your chick just ghosts you out of nowhere after being together for a couple of years, or the guy that you thought was going to be Mr. Right, you end up finding him on Tinder. That's why I'm not going to get into a big philosophical discussion on what the right way to go about it is, because there really isn't from a philosophy standpoint. This is all about being in the weeds and about learning how to cope. And it's about awareness and it's about understanding of who you are 
and your value remains. And the fact that that one particular situation doesn't mean anything. And this brings me to a little parable. So it starts off and there's a guy named Mulya. And he was talking with a friend about his love life. And he said, you know what? I thought I found the perfect woman. He said she was beautiful. She had the most pleasing features a man can imagine. She was exceptional in every way, except she had no knowledge. So I traveled a little farther and I met a woman who was both beautiful and intelligent. But wouldn't you know it, we couldn't communicate. So I kept going. And then I met a lady who had everything. Perfect mind, perfect intelligence, great beauty, all the features I was looking for. But, and his friend interrupted him and said, well, well, what happened? Why didn't you marry her at once? And he goes, as luck would have it, she was looking for the perfect man. This is the exact situation that happens online every single day, is it not? And it's interesting because there's a lot of my clients come in and this always comes up and it's, and I always call it the checklist and we do this every single time. We have a checklist of, let's say, 10 things that we would really like in somebody if we had to prioritize. You know, number one, they have to this, or number two, they have to this. And we have this. And every time we meet somebody, we go through the checklist and check them off what they have. And it used to be before online stuff, you typically didn't have as many options. And so what you would do is if you hadn't been in a relationship for a while, you would go out and you'd have you always have your checklist in your head and you'd meet somebody, you'd go out on a couple of dates with them, and they may check off five or six of the boxes. Because there's really there hasn't been anybody else for a little bit, or because there hasn't been anybody else that's at least checked off two boxes, then you start a relationship with that person. Now we get into something that I've talked about before called the paradox of choice, which means the more choices you have, the harder it is to make a decision. And in this case, in regards to the dating, you're going to have your your checklist in your head and you're going to go through and maybe because the, because of the effectiveness of the marketing, you're out there and maybe you'll get somebody with a seven. You'll say that's great. But then in your mind, because of the efficiency of the online dating and the fact that you can get to more people, you're going to go, you know what? I could probably find somebody with an eight. And then so you'll go out with a seven and you'll click and it'll be great. But there'll be that one thing because you're greedy, because you're a human being that you really want. And so that so you won't totally dive into and create a level of depth in regards to wanting to work with that seven. You'll tend to keep yourself a little more distant and, and keep swiping. And in the meantime, the seven's going, well, I thought we had a pretty good you know, level of communication. I thought we had a real good energy between us and we could do something with that. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's, you know, go out to it. And so you keep it, you always keep it to where you don't buy into it. You don't become vulnerable to the point where it exposes you and you guys can go to that next level. And I've seen this with guys and girls. It's not a one or the other. And what happens is, is that you might get the eight, but then when you get the eight, then that won't be enough and you'll go for the nine. This is kind of how it goes. And this all brings me back to this funny word that uh, I heard a while back. And the word is called fungible. Fungible is to be replaced by another relevantly similar object without any loss in value. So if it's like if I had two $5 bills and I gave you two $5 bills and you gave me a 10, that would be fungible. It's a like for like. 
this word comes up a lot with therapists or with even philosophers in regards to relationships and how you would go from one person to the other and how they can be replaced. And this is where philosophy takes a big dump because they look at it so pragmatic, so linearly in regards to an either or. If you have these qualities in this person and then it, and then the relationship doesn't work, then you should be able to find those qualities in somebody else and it to be exactly the same. And as you and I know, that is not the case because there's so much more that goes into relationships and there's different energies and there's different ego patterns, the subconscious programs that are playing in the back of your mind. So with the fungible thing and with that, the talk about perfection and the checking off things on the list of the relationship and the fact that the, but that you have to treat a breakup like you would treat a broken arm, all that meshes into the reasons why I want to talk about all of this this week. This seems like a lot of energy that goes into being with somebody. And it is. But the key is to understand that looking for somebody, being in a relationship, getting out of a relationship, whether you were the breakee or the breaker, that's the ebb and the flow that's necessary for everything to work. If you don't just surrender to this process, which most people don't, and that's why I wanted to talk about it this week, it's going to totally jack up your whole system. It's going to take you off balance, and it's not going to allow you to continue on your own journey, get sidetracked into either eating a gallon of ice cream and watching Pretty Woman or going on a five-day bender or not talking to your friends anymore because you're so up in this other person, it takes you off of balance. So the call to action is if you are in a relationship that's good, that's bad, if you just got out of a relationship, if you're looking for one, or if you have not been in a serious relationship before, the message is the same for everybody. Focus on your stuff. Do not enmesh in the other person too much to where you're not following your own path at the same time. If you're with the right person, they're going to allow you the space and the time to do your thing. If you just got dumped, don't let it take you off your own message. Continue to work on your things. Realize that relationships are ebb and flow. Don't worry about fungible. Be kind to yourself in your healing process. And stop looking for the perfect man or woman. That's my all-encompassing relationship talk today. If you have anything else that you would like to add to this, it's Tony at javabud.com, J-A-V-A-B-U-D. You can find me with Alexa Flash Briefings. If you go to your Alexa account, look up Skills. Go to Flash Briefings. It's the Surrounded by Idiots radio podcast, Flash Briefings. You can buy the book on Amazon, Surrounded by Idiots. Be good to yourself. Be good to each other. I'm too tired to pretend I don't want to be alone. I'm calling off.